Thanks for tuning in to Out of Office. This is the podcast for people who want to go freelance or are already doing it. I'm your host, Fiona Thomas. I'm a freelance content writer and author. My first book is a mental health memoir called Depression in a Digital Age. My next book, Out of Office, will be published in October 2020. I just want to give a quick shout out to Dingy for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. They provide the world's first flexible insurance for freelancers that you can turn on, off, up or down. As well as that, they also help chase unpaid invoices on every policy as standard. As a customer who already uses their services, I'm personally very pleased that they've decided to help me make this podcast a reality. You can find out more about what they do at www.getdingy.com and I've also left their link in the show notes. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. First of all, I just want to quickly say a huge thank you to everyone who came along to the secret online book launch for the ebook version of Out of Office. It was amazing. I had so much fun. It's obviously quite weird launching a book in a pandemic, but I feel like we really pulled off a good evening. I had so much fun talking to Michaela McDade, who was my beautiful co-host. We chatted about loads of the themes around the book and just genuinely had such a good night. It was great. I felt really special. I popped some champagne. Um, It got me even more excited about the um, launch in October when the print book will be published. And I know lots of you are waiting patiently to get your hands on the hard copy of the book, so it's not too long to wait now. And I'm just over the moon that It will be available in a physical copy and I'll get to see it myself. And lots of you have purchased the ebook version and you still can. If you read ebooks, the link is in the description. You can get it sent to your e-reader or your phone and you can enjoy it now and read it months before everyone else gets to read it, which is pretty cool. Anyway, on with the show. And this week I want to talk about routines. I personally find routine quite helpful for dealing with some aspects of freelancing. For example, the financial aspect of freelancing, which is something that maybe you don't like doing, you don't like thinking about. Everybody's got their own system for handling the boring admin that comes with freelancing. And I personally can't face the thought of having to catch up on a year's worth of paperwork when it comes to doing something like my tax return. So I have to keep on top of everything on a monthly basis. And in Out of Office, I actually give you a brief rundown of all the monthly tasks that I do, like filing my receipts and recording my income and expenses on a spreadsheet. So in the book, basically, you get a kind of checklist that you can go through yourself every month. This kind of routine is essential for me because without it, I will just ignore all the mounting paperwork and to-do lists when it comes and when it comes to doing it later in the year, I just get really stressed out. Um, I put it off and ignore it for too long. And then when I come to do it, it just feels like an absolute abomination. <laughs> and I don't want to do it. So for me, little and often is the key. And having a monthly routine for that is really, really helpful. I also find routine is great for me as a writer. It's not essential. And I'll get into exactly why later on in the podcast. But I do think that writing at the same time every day is quite a good habit to get into if you want to hone your skills as a writer. 
or if you're working on a big project like I was when I was writing out of office I have tried it and I cannot write for five or six hours a day I just don't produce my best work that way I get bored and I get drained and it just it just doesn't work but I can write for an hour or two first thing in the morning and I get a substantial number of words down and when I was writing out of office that routine of writing in the morning um, before I checked my emails or got distracted with my phone or had to go on zoom calls or pop out for groceries or whatever that was a really good approach for me I'm not going to say I stuck to it the whole time that I was writing because there were time, there were mornings where I didn't feel like it or I had a meeting or something. But generally getting up and writing at the same time every day was a really good practice for me. But I want to caveat that with saying that you've got to find a routine that works for you. So what works for someone else, like getting up at 5am and working out and writing before the sun comes up. That might not work for you and that's fine. And finding a routine that works for you isn't really going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen out of thin air. In my experience, you've got to be really aware of how your habits actually affect your behaviour and you've got to try new routines and try new ways of working to see what suits you. This is something that came up when I was talking to a fellow freelancer called Kat Nichols. She is a senior writer for Happyful magazine but she takes one day a week to also work on her business as a self-worth coach. I know right now that she's taking a bit of a break from her business and just taking a step back and focusing on her mental health, which I think is amazing. But she did give me a bit of insight into what her routine looks like and how she's kind of juggled that with working full-time and freelancing on the side. So here's what she had to say on the topic. I've done a lot of experimenting with my routine since dropping my day job down to four days a week and this is really what's helped me understand how to best spend my time. I used to try writing blog posts in the evenings after working at my day job which also involves a lot of writing and I found it just depleted my energy levels way too much. So now I try to keep any creative or coaching work to that one day a week that I have to work on my own business, making sure I have enough energy to do so. Then I just use a couple of evenings a week to do admin, like replying to emails, planning content and scheduling social media. I'm also very cutthroat when it comes to what I am spending my time on, asking myself what will have the most impact on my business. For example, I'm currently working on my very first ebook and I'm having to take a longer break than normal from releasing my own podcast to make the room for this. And while it's a sacrifice up front, I know that the ebook is going to have a bigger impact on my business overall. So yeah, in a nutshell, experiment and work with your energy levels and focus on what's really going to move the needle in your business. I guess that's why the idea of routine doesn't always sit well with me because how I want to work will change day to day, month to month, year to year, depending on things like my surroundings, my mental health, the type of project I'm working on or what's going on in my family life. Even something as small as having a fallout with a friend can make me so upset that I can't continue to do the work or do the routine that I set out to do previously. And to me, feeling beholden to a set routine that you've decided works can feel like you're kind of stuck on a hamster wheel unable to get off and you're not not enjoying it (laughs) and that brings me on to the idea that routines can be counterproductive 
On one hand, they're incredibly helpful for encouraging habits. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll know that since lockdown started and all the gyms closed down, I started exercising at home. Now, I work out at the same time every single day, except from the weekends. And I've become almost robotic in that sense. I get up at the same time, I put on my gym gear, I open up the laptop and I do a live workout at half past nine and away we go. By 10 o'clock, because I do half hour HIIT workouts, um, I've done a workout and I've not even had to think about it because I'm in the routine of doing it every day. So much so that I'm on autopilot and it's like second nature now. I don't I don't feel like I make a decision to exercise every morning. It kind of just happens without me thinking about it. In fact, there's been quite a few mornings over the last few weeks where I felt exhausted, like really burnt out and in no fit state really to be exercising. But I felt like compelled to get up and do the workout anyway. It's like my body just takes over and muscle memory takes over and I go through the motions because... It would feel more strange to not work out, if that makes sense. I was glad to see that this idea has been backed up by someone called Serena Simmons, who is a chartered psychologist and founder of the Psychology School. In an article for Thrive Global, she writes, Working on autopilot and living on the same daily routines essentially means that our brain is running along the same neural pathways or schemas it's learnt to work over time. When we do this, we're doing very little to expand our work or brains in any way. This is why an ongoing routine, so actions which require no thought or conscious processing, fail to adequately exercise our brains and do little for enhancing its capacity or function. And I think this is where I am right now with my feelings towards routine. At the end of March, when we went into lockdown, my world and yours presumably, changed dramatically. And when your world is turned upside down and the future is so uncertain, in that situation, I think routine can be a really powerful tool. It definitely was for me. I've taken comfort in knowing that no matter what I see when I turn on the news or scroll through Twitter, whatever I learn that day about what's going on in the outside world at least in my immediate future in my home and in my life I could predict what would happen day to day I know that I'll exercise at half nine I know that I'll have lunch at 12 I know that I'll have a cup of coffee at three o'clock everything has been running like clockwork and I think honestly that has helped me stay on an even keel for the majority of this year I'm not saying it's been perfect, I've definitely had a few meltdowns, but generally I feel like I've coped pretty well. It's helped me stay in focus as a freelancer, be consistent with the work that I'm putting out and quite frankly ensure that I'm working hard enough and bringing in money every month. So it's been really good in that respect. But routine has its limitations too. When everything's predictable, we begin to notice things less. It almost stops you from looking out for new things or stops you from seeing opportunities and you're unable to think creatively because you're imprisoned by this monotony and the safety that comes with doing the same thing again and again and again. 
I don't know about you, but I rarely have my best ideas when I'm sitting at my desk or looking at a blank Word document. My ideas normally come through conversations with other freelancers or while I'm reading a novel or when I'm out walking and getting lost in nature. So while routine can be helpful for getting stuff done on a practical level, it's not necessarily the best approach to innovation and creativity. I think it was Steve Jobs who insisted on having the bathrooms in the Apple office in a central lobby of the building because it meant that the employees would end up all passing through the same area at different times of the day and bumping into people from other departments and having off-the-cuff conversations that would end up turning into really exciting projects and ideas. And I think it's definitely worth applying that sort of logic to our lives as freelancers. Whether it's having pancakes for breakfast on a random day of the week or choosing to sack off work in the afternoon and read your book instead or choosing to work with a new business coach or switching up your screensaver to a more inspiring image. These little changes keep your brain guessing and could potentially give you a burst of energy when you least expect it. Well, that's all for today's episode on routines. I would love to know your thoughts on the topic and whether you've found a routine that works for you or if, like me, you're a bit anti-routine. Definitely come and find me on Instagram. Let me know what your thoughts are on this episode and I will see you next time. Thanks again to Dingy for sponsoring this episode of the podcast and definitely check out their insurance services, which are specially designed for freelancers. You can find out more at www.getdingy.com or click the link in the show notes of this episode. Just a quick reminder that my book, Out of Office, will be available in October 2020. You can follow me on Instagram at Fiona Likes to Blog or visit my website, fionalikestoblog.com. If you enjoy this episode, don't forget to subscribe for more episodes and if you don't mind, leave me a review saying how much you love me because I just really like getting compliments. That's all for now. Bye.